Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Petito. everyone and welcome to the Jerry Petito show. Everyone and anyone out there who knows me knows I am the author of I'm not an addict, I'm just an ass. I'd rather be a smart ass than a dumbass, guys, because 31 years ago, I was a dumbass. But through the grace of God, I can honestly say now today, 31 years later, I'm a smart ass. And yes, the word ass is in the Bible. It means donkey, and that's what I was. Guys, everybody out there needs to know two things. One, you have someone to talk to. I am always here. I'm a nutritional health coach and a recovery coach. All my services to you are free. Please, please don't feel alone. Reach out. Also, you have to know you're not powerless, not over anything. Okay? So if anyone thinks my book can help them, which I certainly do, you can go to Simon & Schuster, Archway Publishing's bookstore. Okay? Please go to my radio show YouTube channel, the Jerry Petito show YouTube channel, and, you know, subscribe. Also, I want to give a shout out to Fireteam Designs. Um, they do all my incredible product line, okay? They created it for me and they can create one for you as well. They're amazing. So you can reach out to me, guys, and I can get you in touch with them. I can help you with the book and if there's anyone out there that truly needs my book and cannot afford it, please reach out to me. So having said that, <clears throat> I have a really cool guest with me today, and we're going to be talking about something up and coming that's really cool as well to me. So I would love to introduce my guest. So Frederick Wolf, say hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. So, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about up your up and coming Let East, right? Absolutely. And there's an anniversary as well. Oh, forty years. That's crazy, isn't it? Yes. So, how long have you been doing it? Thirty-nine years. So you started like right in the beginning, really, other than the first yes. year. Yes, I did. So you've seen a lot of changes, I'm sure. I'm oh, it's unbelievable. If you want to hear the the, the story on how uh, I found out about it, I will tell you. Okay, so let's do this. That is what we're going to be talking about first. But you know what? Um, let's do a little tribute to a mutual friend of ours, someone that I got to interview and know, Bobby Rydell. Rest in peace. He passed away recently. Just short of his 80th birthday. And, you know, very sad. That was one of my most memorable 
interviews, of course. I mean, it's Bobby Rydell, right? So I was truly right. honored and truly blessed to, to have that. So, guys, he, no, go ahead. He was a guest that led East one year. Yes. Yes, he was. Um, let's play one of his songs as a tribute to him. We have a few in queue, but let's play Wild One. I mean, who doesn't know that, right? And then we'll talk about it. Here we go. talk about your experience with Bobby Rydell at Led East. Well, it was one of those uh, weekends that uh, I was absolutely thrilled. I didn't even think that I would be able to uh, see or even talk to him because we're so busy. But uh, I did get the opportunity to see his performance with the uh, Golden Boys. They just, uh, I believe they had just come back from Atlantic City. Uh, they were doing a show there, and I did get a chance to see him perform and uh, and meet him, shake his hand. Uh, it was quite a thrill, quite a thrill, because that's, uh, uh, you know, he goes back to my boyhood. And, uh, you know, I'm 75 years old, so it goes back quite a few years. Wow. So you're funny. You said you didn't even think you might get to meet him or talk to him because you were so busy. That's why I could right. never be in charge of something like Let East because <laughs> I listen. I'd be in the dressing rooms back and forth. I'm listen. Jim Durkin, give him a shout out. How you doing, baby? Hello, how you doing, Jim? All right, we got to give him a uh, shout out. One of my favorite guys. I tell you, he is my music director. Yes. 
uh, and I'm so lucky to have him. It's uh, it's really amazing. Well, he didn't even know me, okay? I had my radio t-shirt on, which I always do so people know I'm not just a pain in the butt. I'm a pain in the butt radio person. So they'll give me some slack and let me get in the way of people. And I was running around, back and forth, touching the stage, you know, being my doing my nonsense. And he just let me. And I'll never forget that. So that was great. <laughs> that Now we're friends. That was great. So... So let's talk about Let East and, and go back to the beginning. Whatever you want to say, the mic is yours. Oh, okay. Uh, well, like I was telling you, uh, I, I wasn't there all 40 years. Somewhere in uh, 1982, I believe, and of course the first Let East was 1983. So somewhere in 1982, I purchased from a friend of mine a 1955 Thunderbird. Okay. And, uh, of course, that was my uh, that was my dream since third grade. Because in third grade, uh, I guess it was 1955 and when I was in third grade. And, and this was a, a, a car that I had seen on my weekly reader, for those of you who remember those years. <laughs> and it was, uh, we called it, Aquamarine, but it was actually Thunderbird Blue. Oh, because that's my birthstone, Aquamarine. Continue, sorry. (laughs) that That was the color, and I loved it. And so did my third grade teacher, Mrs. Bredhauser. I remember her very well. She loved that car. And I said to her, one day I'm going to own this car. And all those years went by, and somewhere in 1982... Um, I was doing some work for a friend of mine in Newark, and I walked in his garage. They had a fairly large garage, and under a tarp was a 55 Thunderbird Aquamarine, and it was actually Thunderbird Blue, but it looked to me it was the color, and I couldn't believe my eyes. Uh. So I said to my friend Larry, I said, Larry, I said, whose car is this? He said, my grandfather's car. I said, oh, you got to be kidding. I said, but your grandfather passed away. He says, yeah, I know. I says, do you think they want to sell? Do you think your father might want to sell this car? And he says, I don't know, but I wanted the hell out of here. Okay. <laughs> I said, fine. So his father, his father's name was Tom. And uh, Tom came over to me and I said, Tom, you want to sell this car? And he says, yeah. So he gave me a price. I said, that's too much money. I said, Here's my price. And I gave him my price. I think it was $9,000, I said. I'll give you 9000 What did he want for it, though? I'm just curious. He was looking for 13000 Okay. So four grand. So I, All right. Yeah, I mean, it was it was probably a fair price, but I didn't have $13,000. Right. But I, I did have $9,000. <laughs> Actually, I had a little bit more, but I didn't want to spend it all. Yeah. So <laughs> I said, I'll give you $9,000. So we... We haggled back and forth and back and forth. And I said, look, Tom, no nonsense. I'll give you $9,500 for this car. Take it or leave it. And my friend Larry looked at him and said, Pop, take it. Take it. Let's get this car out of here. It's in my way. And, and Larry was building a body shop at the time uh, in Newark. And uh, lo and behold, I bought the car. That's and, crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So now I have this car. But wait. I have to ask you something. 
Did you ever get in touch with your teacher and let her know you got it? No, I did not. Why? I did not. I did not do that. I wanted to, but I, I wasn't able to find her. And uh, God knows what had happened. You know, I just, all those years had passed by. But I kept that in the back of my mind. Aww. And uh, so I had this car. And now I'm driving it around. I love the car. It's a great thing. And I'm listening to WCBS uh, FM in my real car, my other car. And I hear this advertisement for this car show. Well, the first thing I want to do is take the car to a car show. Well, the car show was led east. Wow. So I, 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 just, I called up. I called the number. Uh, a girl answered the phone. And uh, I, I said, I want to come to the show. What do I have to do? She told me what I had to do. And I went to the show. Well, when I got there, I was just so overwhelmed with how great Led East was. Well, it was amazing. Oh, they had music. They had so many different cars there. They had all kinds of activities. And it just blew me away. And I said, i got to know more about this show. Well, the very next year, 1984... Or 19, sorry, that was 84, 1985, I got in touch with my friend Ray, who now is part of Ladies. <laughs> I said to Ray, let's go to this car show. This car show is absolutely fantastic. You got to go, you got to see it. So uh, I was a bit of a showman at the time anyway. But we went and uh, we walked around the whole show. We bought tickets to the concerts that they had. Uh, there were dance parties. There were all kinds of things going on. So I went into one of the parties that they had, and it was a, kind of like a stage show. And they had an, an MC up there, which I found out later. Uh, we called him uh, uh, Rev, Johnny Rev. And he dressed up in this kind of like an Elvis suit with uh, uh, a leopard-spotted coat and uh, had the big hair and the pointy shoes. and He was just really cool. And I came up, and I'm waving my hands back and forth, and he acknowledged me. So I went up on the stage. I went up on the stage in front of everybody, and, of course, the showman that I am, I started to repeat the uh, uh, Bugs Bunny routine from the cartoon. Can you do it? Firecracker says, boom, Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> so anyway, I did that a couple of times, and the crowd went nuts. They loved it. And, of course, I I just got steamed. And, I mean, from second grade, I was always on the stage. My father was a performer, played the saxophone. He, he, uh, he did a lot of things, but he had a vertical act. So I kind of fell into the whole deal. Well, that was it. The bug had bit me. I was a Led East fan. So the next year, which was 1986... So you were in your 30s, right? Yes. Continue. Yep, continue. So I uh, I went to Led... I, I got my girlfriend, and we drove to Led East in my 55 Thunderbird in 1986, and we went to the prom... And we went, we did all the concerts, we did everything we could possibly do. We had a ball. I have a whole photo album of that year of all the things that we did. It was so exciting. And uh, <laughs> and then 
Terry, who Terry Cook, who was the founder of, of Levy, it was Appleton Productions, uh, he had a Monday morning get-together with anybody who was still there, how do we make ladies better? So I stood there and thought about it, and I said, I have to go to this meeting because there's so many different things I want to say, and I did, and I raised my hand, and uh, I said to to Terry at the time, the biggest problem that you have is trash. There's so much garbage all over everything. You need somebody to organize this and put it together. Well, I was teaching at a vocational school at the time, which I eventually retired from, and I had plenty of students. So Terry looked at me and he said, you got the job. Oh, you couldn't, you could have knocked me over with a feather. I was so happy, never realizing what this would take to do, but I did it. And the very next year, 19... 1987, we moved the show from the Parsippany Hilton to the Sheridan Meadowlands Hotel, and uh, I started collecting garbage. So that's what I did. And for several years, I recruited Ray, and Ray helped me pick up garbage, and I had all of my students working. Everybody was picking up garbage at Lead East. Wow. And just imagine... From 1987 until now, I worked at Lead East, and of course, eventually I became a paid volunteer, and I had many different jobs, and now I'm one of the owners and the president of the company. So it just goes to show you, you can start by picking up garbage, Wow! the American dream will bring you to fruition you will be somebody someday so that's jay and americans you know only in america you know okay so that's a really cool story because you and i really did not talk about this i like my interviews to be like off the cuff and like the i like the shock appeal for me okay and i gotta tell you something that's a really great story because (laughs) no i'm being serious because think about you were in your 30s and the drive you had and the ambition to be part of this, that you picked up garbage and look at where you are now. Yes. That's amazing to me. Oh, I've done a lot. I've done a lot of crazy things throughout my life. I built a house in the Rocky Mountains. I, I've traveled all over. I've done all kinds of things. Uh, uh, that's just my personality. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I, I built a house in, in the Rocky Mountains as well. And I also traveled all over the world. We did not wow. talk about this, so we did not know this about each other. <laughs> no, didn't. All right. So having said that, before we continue, I want to give everybody some information. Tell everyone the dates and where and the, and the address where it's going to be. Start there. Okay. It's Labor Day weekend, which is this year going to be. Uh, I have the dates. I have the dates for you. September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, correct? 3rd and 4th. Okay. That's the three days. We actually start, cars and people actually start to come on Tuesday. Okay. Of that week. Okay. And uh, they begin to uh, move in, so to speak. Uh, But the show actually starts on Thursday night Mm -hmm. with... uh, 
with a welcoming party and those people who uh, are, you know, real, true Led Easters who come early, they all bring their cars in. And, you know, one thing that's really cool about Led East that no other car show has is the fact that when you bring your car and register it, you own the car spot. Oh, it that's cool. To you. Oh, that's cool. Tell so everyone. Way, well, wait. Tell everyone where it is first, and then we'll get okay. back to that. It's going to be at the Parsippany Hilton on Route Ten in Parsippany, New Jersey. Okay. So now tell everyone about that. What you were saying about the car spot. Okay. When you when you register your car, you call. Uh, yeah, it's a nine zero eight eight seven six ninety one hundred. That's eight seven six ninety one hundred. And when you call that number and you say, I have uh, such and such a 1955 Chevrolet and I want to bring it into Lenny's, we'll make the arrangements for the whole weekend and you buy a parking spot. That's it pretty cool. You. Yeah. Now listen to this. This is really cool. Suppose your parking spot is next to an island, like a grassy island. Okay. You own the island. And you, you can have a party there, huh? You can have a party. You can set up a tent. Yeah. You can bring your grill. You set up your grill. You can you can do barbecue. You can do anything you want. You set up a tent. You have everything you possibly could want. Some people have the most elaborate displays of memorabilia around them because yeah. it belongs to you. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That little piece of real estate is yours. Wow. Wow, okay. That's amazing. That's amazing. And no other car show has that. Yeah, Most that's amazing. Most of the time, car shows are, you know, you put your lawn chair and everybody sits there and they're bored to death. Uh, but that's not Led East. Led East is such a, a, a festival yes. of things that happen people dress in costume and they and they're driving around because you don't have to worry about losing your parking spot right you come right back to your part your parking spot belongs right. to you right that's pretty great it's one of the best things of ladies that and people don't realize that a lot of people say oh it's so expensive to go it's all for a spectator it's only twenty dollars First of and all, it's it's not expensive. There's so many things to do that you get. Yeah, there's you know there's bands outside. There's strolling acapella groups. Uh, Jim Durkin did a fantastic job with bringing in uh, a lot of acapella groups that just they stroll through the parking lot singing. Yep. They stroll through the inside of the hotel, and you know what? If it's hot outside and the sun is shining, and you you finally had enough of the heat, you walk into the hotel, and it's another party inside. That's right. There's karaoke going on. We have all kinds of singing contests. We have vendors and, uh, and things to see. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. You have DJs set up as well. Yes, we have DJs. We have, uh, well, Wolfman, that's a, that's another funny story. Wolfman Jerry, uh, and he, he he mimics the Wolfman. He sounds just like him, and he kind of looks like him too. Yeah. But uh, he does all he does the whole weekend. 
and he does the uh, he's on our PA system. We we cover the hotel with speakers that point in all directions. So no matter where you are on Letty's property, you hear music and announcements. And Jerry does all of that. And uh, yeah, real real quick story about Jerry. Jerry, uh, Jerry one time actually uh, was called by the real Wolfman. That's cool. Because he had heard, yeah, he had heard that the Wolfman had heard that Jerry was uh, imitating his style and just wanted to call him and congratulate him. So that was a great story. And he's been with us for as long as I can remember. Yeah, I, I met him. I got photos with him. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Um, so now let's talk about the lineup. I have it in front of me. Um, okay. So, of course, Friday night, Michael D. Moore, our good friend. Yeah, but let me say something about Friday night. Okay. It doesn't sound like it's so exciting. It oh, is. Friday night dance party. It is. I labeled it Ladies Bandstand. Oh, just like Bandstand on television. Remember we used to watch that? Yes. We were probably younger than No, you. I'm 61, I but I loved it. it. Yes. I loved it. I used to sit there with Dick Clark and listen to what yes. he had to say and, and all the new groups that would come out. Well, I put this together as a Leggy's Bandstand. So it's not just a dance party. We have tables and a dance floor. So people can come in and sit at a table. Right. And we can sell we sell the tables for a discounted rate as well. So if you want a table of ten, you can get a table with all your friends at it. And of course we have drink specials that night. We have finger food that the hotel provides. And we have the absolutely incredible Michael Diamore, the lead singer of the Caprice, yep. who comes out and solos that's right 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 in front of us right there and then and then we have the uh variations fabulous absolute fabulous variations and a non-stop a non-stop uh uh let's see let's call it uh with a fantastic dance band. Gotcha. So we have not only Michael Diamore, okay, but also a fantastic dance band. That's cool. Okay, and the variations come out, and they'll do some numbers. So we'll be partying from, you know, from 8 o'clock until whenever it ends. That's amazing. We all love Michael Diamore, that's for oh, sure. Michael is incredible. Yes. Um, okay, so now, and then Saturday, we have... Uh, Larry uh, Chance and yep, Girls. That's right. I love Larry. I believe. Yep. Um, Tony Middleton and the Willows. And the Willows. Let's fall in love and church bells may ring. And yep. church bells may ring is one of my favorite songs. Okay. And I just can't wait to hear them do it again. We've had them there before. But I can't wait to hear it. And, and then John Coos. And the excellent yes. Coney Island Baby. And another right. fantastic song. Yes. And the Chessmen. Yeah, listen to this. 1964. Ted Max Amateur Hour. 
a group gets on Fed Max Amateur Hour and sings a song that they wrote called I Apologize. Okay. It was the Chessmen. Yep. And guess what? They have not been together since 1964. Wait, what? At the Leddy's first. They're going to be at Letty's for the first time since 1964. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see them. Okay, so you know I'm going to be stalking everybody, right? Now I'm really excited, okay? (laughs) Wow! Yes. Okay, cool. And and Sunday. Sunday, let's go. A blockbuster Sunday. Yep. The Brooklyn Bridge. Yes. All the original members, except our departed Johnny Maestro. That's right. Sad to say. Of course. One of my favorite singers, Johnny. Right. I got to meet him and talk to him. He was such a wonderful, kind man. Right. And, and, uh, but I'll tell you, the Brooklyn Bridge is alive and well and, and as fantastic as ever. Blessed be the rain. Worst that could happen. That's right. Okay. Unbelievable. Cleveland still. Yeah, the baby. Could this be magic? <laughs> Chapel of Dreams. Oh, and Stan Ziska, baby. Satin. <laughs> Run around soon. Teardrops follow me. And of course, Jim Dirk. There it memories is. Music. Now, let me say something about that. Yes. Nobody knows who Memories Music is. Everybody says, oh, who's that? Why don't you look up their website? I'm not going to say no more. How close one of, one of the nicest guys I know, yep. music director for I love him. Music. He's unbelievable. And, of course, Michael Diamore is singing lead yep. in, in that band. And just check out, go to the website, go to Jim's website, Memories Music, and look at those people that play in his band. They are absolutely amazing. Amazing. You have to see, you have, you have to be there. Amazing. You have to be there. You do. And we have early bird special you can buy all three nights and save 20 bucks. I did. Listen, I did. I'm going to see three concerts for $105. <laughs> where? There is no place you can go to see three musical events like this for $105. I don't care where you go. That's I don't right. care if you go to State Theater. I don't care if you go to the Capitol. I don't care where you go. You're not going to get three concerts for $105. So I have my room already. You know that. I know that. So excited. Yes, I hope you get it. Yes, you did, darling. I, uh, and I'll tell you what. You have to get a room. And we, we <laughs> I was able to negotiate with the hotel. We had quite a, uh, a negotiation center. But I was able to bring the price down from $198 to $169. Right. So now we have hotel rooms at a lesser price, and you've got to stay at the Hilton. You have to stay. That's at right, the baby. Because everything is happening till 12 o'clock midnight every night, <clears throat> and even beyond that, because the Golden Gap, the Golden Gap is there from Morristown. The Duke of Jukes. He is, he's got a car with a jukebox in the back. It's <laughs> <Yes>. amazing. <laughs> and he has a party. So it cool. It starts at 12 o'clock, 
and doesn't end until the sun comes up. That's cool. There are people dancing in the parking lot and having a great time. this song mean to you, Valari? Come on. Oh, that brings me way back. And and like I was saying to you earlier, I was in the backseat of my father's car going down the shore. He had a a 51 Hudson Hornet. And I was in the backseat with a portable radio, which, of course, in those days was very big. Uh, had a do- flip door that you had to flip open, and that was the antenna. And this song came on, Valari. And that's how I remember the song. And it just became one of my favorite songs. And I used to love to sing to all of the songs, and I remember that song so well. It brought back so many memories. Every time I hear that song, I think about riding in the backseat of my father's 51 action. <laughs> But now tell everyone about the radio. Oh, God, yeah. Well, my uncle was in the radio and television business. So I was very lucky to be able to get this radio. It had two big batteries inside and the door that opened up. And I I have the radio. I still have That's cool. I kept it, yes, to this day. That's cool. Uh, of course, I haven't used it, but it's, 
it's just there, and it just brings back so many memories of my childhood. I think people need to go back to their childhood and remember all of the good times, not the bad times, but all the good times. And, and that's what Let East brings to me, is all of the good times. It's amazing. All, all of the fun times. So, Fred, we've, we've probably got another good 10 minutes. The mic is yours. I don't want you to forget to say anything that's important to you about Let East to everyone listening. So the mic is yours. Say whatever it is that you need to say. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Well, in any case, as I was saying to Jerry, I just love the the memories that we have. And that's what Let East meant to me, was bringing back the memories of a time when we were happy and uh, oh, so many, so many things that I remember as a, as a young person, as a, as a kid, I call, call myself a kid as a child, uh, all of those songs. And I was always very musical, so I just loved to sing. And that's how I met my wife. I, uh, <laughs> my aunt had a bowling, was in a bowling league and they needed bands. So uh, we had a, a makeshift garage band kind of a group, and uh, I played the saxophone. Somebody played the accordion. You know how it is. And uh, I I got up on stage and I sang "Tell Me Why" uh, by the Rob Roy's actually, and of course Dion did that uh, version as well. And Dion's got a show going over in the. Uh, uh, in the Paper Mill Playhouse. I, I really want to get some tickets and go over and see that. But in any case, I did that rendition. I kind of did uh, 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 Dion's rendition of Tell Me Why. And she popped out from the back room and came running up to the stage, never knew that I could sing. Wow. So when I was singing, she, she just fell in love and, and that was the end of that story so I can still remember uh, I was an usher at her wedding when she got married unfortunately for the first time and I said to myself just like that East I said one day she's going to be mine uh. and I said as I keep my mind on her and we followed each other she, she liked me too and I remember I used to have a picture of myself when I was in second grade, and our families were friends. So she wrote in, in my, uh, uh, on my second grade picture, I love you. Aww. And, of course, I didn't find that until later because she wrote it on the back, put the picture back in the, in the frame, so I never saw it. And then eventually I did see it. But the ponytails came out with a song, called Born Too Late. Right. I was born too late. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jimmy was older than me. So she was 18 months older than me. And I said, that's it. I'm never going to be, you know, I'm never going to be anything to her. Uh, Maybe the closest I could ever get is an usher in her wedding, which I was. But I kept in the back of my mind that we checked each other out year after year after year. And I, I became one of the owners of a, of a service station, a gas station, because yeah, that was one of my things as being a mechanic. Went to school for that in Newark. Uh, 
But in any case, she came in with a broken car, and I fixed it. And the next thing you know, we were going out, and she had just gone through a divorce with the boy that I <laughs> I was the usher for. <laughs> And that was it. So uh, just recently, a few years ago, I bought a 1957 Chris Craft Sportsman boat. One of those old mahogany boats. Absolutely gorgeous. And the first thing I did was on on the transit on the back of the boat, I put Born Too Late. That's great. Okay, continue. That's the name of the boat. I love it. <laughs> so, all right. So I want to just say something to you. Um, I, whenever I, and whenever I interview a lot of these legends, I always say I was born too late, man, because sure. I was born in 61. I mean, yeah, I was born in 61 and I'm now 61. How cool is that? But, That's very cool. you know, and, um, the, everything was from the fifties and all. And in the sixties, I was not born or a little kid, but I grew up listening to nothing but doo-wop oldies and Elvis. And I always say I was born too late. So for you now to have a boat saying that is pretty cool. (laughs) You're kind of in the stars. You kind of look at that. And I kind of got that feeling from the first time that I met you and spoke to you. We were kind of like on the same wavelength. Yes. Even the songs that we picked. Yes. Uh, yeah, I believe in that kind of stuff. Me too. So, very spiritual kind of stuff. I, I'm, I'm really cued into that. Me too. So, you know what? I would like to read a poem out of my book. And the reason I would like to is because I wasn't going to, but I think I should. Because everything that you've said is so encouraging. And I have a poem I wrote called utilizing gifts and talents. And it seems like you've done that your whole life. And and so have I, but you mentioned three things. You said one day you're going to have lead East one day. You're going to have that, you know, aquamarine car. And one day you're going to have that special girl. Those three things you got. Okay. So I want to say to everyone out there, never, ever give up on your dreams. I want to read this poem because we're all born with talents. We just have to find them and utilize them. Here we go. We are born with talents. We are born with drive, with different gifts to help us thrive. I knew early on I was born to draw and paint, to also write poetry and to talk without restraint. Imagine that. (laughs) Our gifts and talents should all be used. God's gift to us not be abused. We can go far in life for sure using our gifts to go on tour. All our talents should be used to create ourselves and more than our jobs to share them, to even up the score. You see, in life, what's needed is not just for ourselves. Once our gifts are mastered, take them off the shelves. A living we can make by spreading joy around, not just for the money, but to spread a peaceful sound. Don't take for granted the gifts you're given. Go out and spread the joy. Our gifts are not to be held back for us to self-destroy. Put your efforts forth. Do not hesitate. All your talents, my friend, are never second rate. Never hold them back or you will surely die. Maybe not in body, but your soul will cry. Our gifts were made to share. Our talents made to soar. Go through life enlightened and then you can roar. Be proud of who you are. Be happy you're alive. Once again, my friend, your gifts will help you thrive. 
by putting efforts forth, not keeping them at bay, your name will live forever, forever and a day. Go through life excited for what you sure can give to yourself and others is our reason to live. Our grave will be quite lonely, but our legacy lives on. Make sure people smile with the breaking dawn. That's for you, my friend, because you oh, re- you oh, remind that, me of that. 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 is that is absolutely amazing. You remind I love me. It. <laughs> like I'm listening to you, and everything you've said is so encouraging and so amazing. Uh, so beautiful. Absolutely. <laughs> that you we don't have time in life to look at the sad things or to look at the things that hold us back. We only have our future. And we only have the sky above us, and that's our that's our destiny. That's it. I want to thank you. You know, Fred, this was an incredible interview. I knew it was going to be good, but I didn't realize how good it was going to be. You've definitely inspired me. I am so psyched even more now for Let East this year. Um, oh, please. If people would only see what's there yes. and just ignore everything else. There's so many things going on. We have muscle car mania. We have the Corvette Roundup. We have we're, we're going to do a swap meet this year. We're going to do a car corral this year. We're going to have so many things to do for this whole weekend that you would just be totally amazed. Amazing. Well, I want to thank you for this incredible interview. Um, I'm going to be interviewing our buddy Jim again when it gets closer, when it gets closer. Um, so another shout out to Let East and Jim Durkin and of course to you, Fred. You know what I I would like to do? I would like to close with a song by Bobby Rydell, Kissin' Time, Rest in Peace, our legendary friend. Here we go. Sitting in Cleveland, Kansas City too. They're wailing in Wildwood, back in Waterloo. There's boots in all over, even in St. Louis. So baby, get ready, I'm kissing you. Oh baby, cause summertime is a kissing time, USA. So treat me right, I'm gonna make me fight. The battle of New Orleans tonight. Sitting driving